Is it asking you for permission? No. So I've I've gave permission, but the little red symbol just shows recording above your picture, but I don't know if it's recording. It's okay. Me. It's got recording on you. So I can oh, see right, it yeah, on yeah, you. It's right. like reversed. That is fine then. We're in. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, right. Okay, let's hope this is fine. We might have to do this again, but fingers crossed we're done. Right. Um, okay, if you're good to go, we'll just get started. I am happy, happy to go. Okay, awesome. Hello and welcome back to the WMBF UK podcast with me, Sarah Glanville, as your host. Today we are joined by our 2022 first-timers men's physique medium champion, Ian Gunster. Hello, Ian. How are you today? Hello. Uh, I am fantastic. I am very excited to be doing this. So yeah, nah, I'm, I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm glad you're here to do, to do this. Um, I've been excited to do this conversation. It's such a great topic of, of conversation that we're going to be covering. So um, I'm glad you're on for it. Um, yeah, nah, definitely. It's, it feels like I've been not seeing you in ages as well. So nah, it's good to, get, good to get a little yeah. catch up. It's been a long time. So lots to catch up on. Um, just for our listeners, I'm going to give them a little bit of a background on you, Ian. So Ian, you competed at the WMBF UK's First Timers and Novice Championships in July last year. Um, and in our chat today, I think we're we're going to have quite a lot to cover. Yeah. But um, of course, looking back at all the success that you had last year, and to find out what you've been up to since you stepped off stage. But we do have a really cool and relevant topic of conversation that we're going to focus on today, which is first-timers mindset so setting expectations as a first-timer and how in particular you Ian approached your first ever competitive season in 2022 so we've got quite a lot to chat about um so let's just get started Um, (laughs) so you chose to step on stage last year for the first time um so there's going to be a lot of listeners I think that are in the same shoes today either at the start of their prep or thinking about what it might be like to step on stage at some point. So what made 2022 the right year for you to start your competitive bodybuilding career? Um, so it's it's a very, very good question. So for me, the timing was absolutely perfect due to my personal circumstances. Yeah. Um, so the majority of people listening will probably not know. Uh, so I served for seven and a half years in the army. Um, and when you're in the army, it's very, very hard to have a lot of control over the things that you're doing in terms of training, in terms of nutrition. Yeah. 2022 was the year that I'd actually left the army um, and it just fell really well. And the time that I left, it gave me pretty much a perfect amount of time to kind of get myself into the mindset of going into a prep. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was, I'd always trained and I'd, I'd always been in, in fairly good shape from my military career. But I, I was just at that perfect sort of crossroads where I'm like, right, I've got mm-hmm. no sort of obstacles in my way. I'm at home now all the time. I've got access yeah. to a gym 24-7. I can actually control what I eat. Yeah. So that that was the biggest thing for me. I've, I've got total control of, of my own schedule, my own life. So I'm like, right, I can, I can get into the kind of mindset of I, I want to compete and I, I want to kind of give this a go. Whereas before it was just never possible. I think yeah. um, going away for sort of six, seven weeks at a time and not having any control over your diet or training, you're never going to be able to have that that sort of success. And for those that do, because I do know that there are some military guys that compete and military yeah. girls that compete, I take my hats off to them because it could never have been me. So um, no. yeah, I mean, timing, timing for me was just perfect. And that that was where I really just decided, right, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to uh, kind of dip my toe in the water and go for it. So yeah, that that was it for me. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense. And was it on your radar for quite a while that you wanted to do it at some point? Yeah, I mean, I've grown up, I've always had obviously a massive interest in bodybuilding. Like, you'll know yourself, like, looking up to obviously, like, Mr. Olympias yeah. and stuff like that. And you're yeah. like, that, that is a bit of me. Like, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd always trained with a more bodybuilding focus. Like, the, the military is very cardio and sort of functional fitness focused. And I'd always had that more, I, I want to have big arms and I want to have big shoulders, yeah. big chest. So I'd always known that. It, it was something that I wanted to do, but it was just something that I never thought would be possible. Do you know what I mean? Until I got to that point where I was like, actually, there's nothing really holding me back. So so yeah. it, it's, you're kind of going to have to put yourself out there a little bit and go for it. Yeah. And that was like the first opportunity you had, you kind of just grasped, grabbed it. Yeah. I mean, 
I'd, I'd got myself into a, a good position. Like, I'd, it's not like I'd, like, I'd, I say that you don't have control over what you eat and stuff like that. It's it's only at certain times. Like, for the most part, you do have control over your diet and your, your training schedule and stuff. So I'd got myself into as good a position as I thought I could. And then once once those kind of constraints are taken away, I was just like, do you know what? There's, there's no better time to do it because it's it's one of those it's an experience and and that's yeah. that's what I really wanted to kind of go for was the the experience and to kind of just like I said try something totally new that I'd always had an interest in like I was always interested I was always very keen for it so yeah it just worked out very well yeah that sounds like sounds like the right time the perfect time to do it so I guess um people always talk about like a why and stuff so was your what was your why was it quite tied up with just the first chance that you had to actually go forward and do it or was there something more solid um, why for you yeah I mean I, I I do like a challenge like I genuinely like I've I've always kind of tried to go for the, the harder things like I like to push myself I like to challenge myself and for me it was just see how how well I can do like I yeah. I, I love the process like I genuinely I, I love training I love that sort of discipline yeah. side of it and I do think that for me it's very healthy to have discipline in my life and I, I really wanted to kind of see right how how kind of how far can I take this because people get in good shape and, and they get in good shape for going on holiday and stuff like that and for me it was always a little bit more than that it wasn't just I want to look good it was more I want to really see how how far I can push this and that was that was my why for me was just the challenge of it and and actually having like a goal was I think for a lot of people very important because people have their work goals they have their kind of goals outside of outside of this but for me I'm like every single kind of waking second went into this outside of outside of work life outside of kind of my social life it was this this was everything that I was focused on and for me it's very healthy because I, I like having that goal yeah absolutely I think that that's so important is to like and balance looks different for everyone and if you're someone who is very goal driven and very yeah orientated by having something to focus on it's actually really good to have something out with you know in different facets of your life so you've got goals in your year, you've got goals with your your friends and things you want to really potentially go on holiday and stuff like that but you can also have goals that really are just intrinsic to you and, and driving you forward and you feel like you're growing so that's yeah, a great definitely. why definitely <laughs> yeah. brilliant so 2022 was the year that you were going to go for it. You decided it was it, this was the year. So when you were planning your first season, why did you choose WMBF UK First Timers as your first show that you were going to work towards? Uh, genuinely, this is like the easiest question to answer. Yeah. And I think it's purely because they do that first timer show. Like, yeah. you know yourself, like, it, it's nerve-wracking. Like, it is nerve-wracking. Like, you're putting yourself out there and you've not done it before. So... I think being in that position where everyone's in the same boat as you, it does, it gives you that little kind of boost where you're like, I'm not the only person here who's who's putting myself out there. Every single yeah. person is in the same boat. And I think it's good because it does, it builds that kind of community as well, where you oh, it's a lot less nerve wracking backstage than it probably would be when you're against these seasoned competitors who have done maybe their fourth, fifth, sixth season. Yeah. And you're kind of stood there like, like a, a little fish in a big pond, do you know what I mean? Whereas everyone's together, you're kind of all there for the same reason and everyone's going through that same process at the same time. So yeah. it's, it's it was a no-brainer for me. Like, um, obviously, they're the, they're the only federation that offer that um, in the UK. And yeah. so for me, straight away, I was like, right, that's that's going to be the one. <clears throat> that's going to be the one that I go for. Yeah. Um, I'd followed quite a lot of people who have been with WMBF and have done shows with them anyway and yeah. when they announced the first time a show I was like right that's that's going to be the one for me so yeah it was just so easy like to be like right that's my goal go for that yeah and then everything else after it was kind of just like a bonus but this was always like my main focus for the year yeah that's awesome and I totally agree like you you want to compete naturally and it is the only stage um that's designated for first timers or novice competitors who are still at their very kind of beginning of their um, yeah. building career and um you're you're like so right about the community aspect um and how everyone backstage just it felt like everyone was pulling for each other um, yeah. and it, and it's nice that 
you kind of were able to foresee that and, and hope or hope that that was what the environment was going to be like and, and pivot your whole first season around coming to that show for the for the first one well that's it I mean I think it's very easy like when you when you see like you, you do watch like your Mr Olympias and stuff yeah. like that your Miss Olympias and you you kind of see that backstage everyone looks very macho and aggressive and they're yeah. like right I'm here to win and although everyone's there for the for the reason of competing against each other I think yeah. it that's the never I can bet because you could be against people who are potentially going for pro cards and stuff like that and you're like oh, I'm, I'm just wanting to have this experience <laughs> and this is like a big thing for me but you've got some some people who might not be there for that they're there for that right I want to win I want to beat everybody here so for me like first timers was although you still obviously want that competitive element you still want to win you you do want to make friends and you do want to like feel part of something it's not just about like I'm going to turn up winning and leave you want to to be part of something where you can actually you know, get to know these people, get get involved with the community, because all these people have the exact, exact same mindset as you. And it's not very often that you meet people with that mindset, so no. it's good to actually be part of it. You're so many things there are just like so bang on. I think that as a sport, it's very, very competitive. But the thing that anyone coming into the sport has got to realise is that there's levels to this. Yeah, and 100%. everyone was at one point a first-timer, but when you go to these open shows, you do stand up against people who could be competing, you know, that could be their first year and their, their seventh show in their first year, or it could be their seventh year competing. Exactly. Um, and you you have no idea what you're going to be walking up against. And if you are someone who is competitively minded, which most of us are, if we want to choose to stand on a stage and compete, um, that it's, it's awesome to come into an environment where everyone's on a level playing field. One, a natural stage where everyone's a tested athlete, but also everyone is, it's either, you know, you got to stand on stage in the first timers class where everyone was stepping on for the first time together. Everyone was in the same position that they, you know, probably had done their research, but this is the first time they're actually going to have to step on stage and do it. Um, So it's that kind of balance between, you know, having that show the experience, but also being able to do it with people and have an experience where you meet everyone and and you're you, what you said there also about us and um, we're, we're we're such a niche little sport yeah and like even in the it. gym the gyms that we train in and, and we tr- we're quite lucky to have kind of more an environment that is quite centered around bodybuilding both of us in different gyms um but even at that you know you're you're you don't have exposure to lots of people who are nat- nat- who maybe on the natural side of the sport yeah so it's amazing to come into an environment where everyone is a like-minded individual. When are you ever going to meet people who are more like you than on show day? Exactly, exactly um, yeah. And I think that that's, that's the big thing is you you meet all these people who have been through the exact same thing as you yeah. and they're just experiencing it for that first time. And that 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 for me was, was a massive part of it. And I think that was part of the enjoyment was you've got the nerves, but then as you start to talk to all these other guys and girls, you're just like, everyone else has got these nerves as well. So it just made you feel so much more at ease knowing that you're not doing it alone, even though you are doing it alone, but you're not, do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally, totally. I I, I totally agree. (laughs) Um, So you knew you were going to compete. You knew the stage that you were wanting to step on. So how did you feel kind of heading into that first ever prep? Because it's a totally done and and different experience. So how did you feel when you knew you were starting that? it, it was definitely daunting. I think this, for, for me, so this is going back to kind of like knowing when I was ready and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd actually just done a photo shoot in December of 2021. Yeah. Um, so I'd done like a photo shoot prep, which I'd, I'd planned to do. It wasn't so much like I, I wanted a photo shoot of like, look at me, but it was the same same sort of aspect. Yeah. Of, I want to see how far I can push this. And yeah. I, got, I got myself into a good position with the photo shoot. And I, I gained a lot of confidence from seeing how far I could actually push myself. So it was just a sort of more intense version of that. Like obviously with the prep, you, you do push a lot harder. You do, yeah. you know, it's going to be hard. Like nobody's under any illusion that they're going to go into a prep and think it's easy. So I was, yeah. I was definitely, I was, I think I was in a much better position than some people might have been in because it was, wasn't the first time I'd got myself down to that stage before. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's definitely a, it's a big decision. It's, it's definitely like a big, big mental battle that you have with yourself. It's not like a, oh, I'm going to get in good shape. I'm going to go on a little eight-week eight diet plan. It's, 
I'm going to have to kind of devote every every decision I make from now until stepping on stage is going to impact that that yeah. performance that I have or, or that end result. So I think it's it's a big thing to wrap your head around. And I think you do need to sit down and you do need to kind of weigh up one if it's going to be worth it for you because yeah. you might have holidays booked. You might have yeah, you might have work commitments that you're unable to get out of. So I think you do need to sit down and be like, you need to be realistic with yourself and be like, right, is am I going to be able to do this? And then two, you need to think about, do I have the mental sort of resilience and the mental fortitude for this? Because there yeah. are going to be so many times where all you want to do is go and eat. Yeah. <laughs> so go and get 12 Krispy Kremes. But you have to have that ability yeah. to just be like, right, I've, I've got a goal that I know it's going to be hard and then it's, it's working towards that. But I think that's the beauty of it as well is you're literally doing something that loads of people won't understand. Like yeah. loads and loads of people will be like, what are you doing? Like you, you're carrying Tupperware everywhere. Yeah. You're, you're sitting down planning every meal. You're, you're absolutely rigid with every aspect of your life. And so many people won't get it, but I think, if you've got that kind of mental capacity to be like, right, I know what goes into it. I know what's involved. You've done my research. You can, you can, you can really kind of grow from it as a person because you can, you can see how far you can push yourself. And it's probably going to be way further than you ever imagined. Cause I know it was me. I was just like week on week on week. I was like, I can't believe I'm still doing this. I can't believe like I'm able to do this. But um, nah. so I think the mental aspect of it is definitely, it's definitely challenging, but I think it's um, I think it's probably the most rewarding part of it is because you just grow so much as a person. Oh, completely from, from doing that. No, I, absolutely, and I think that obviously you had had a bit of experience with your photo shoot prep, like kind of coming in and knowing potentially a little bit that it, that how how far you had to push for your photo shoot prep, and that was further than a diet you probably ever taken before. But knowing that to get on stage was going to be even more and and it's and I completely agree with you when you're saying that this is so much more a mental I think for me anywhere and it sounds like it was for you prep was so much more of a mental challenge and a mental battle than it was a physical one and I think when you maybe when you've you've got a diet and you're you know it's a short-term diet you see it purely as you know your goal is I want to lose weight or whatever but with this it's it, it has to be mentally preparing yourself for the fact that this is going to probably test you and there's going to be days that it's going to be pure grit and pure resilience to get through it Um, and it's nothing to do with or it's very little to do with your drive to train and your drive to to do um yeah how much you enjoy training or how much you enjoy healthy this is more than that it's um it's about you being able to push yourself through the hard days and and see a longer term goal is more important or more yeah more important to you personally than the short term sort of relief you would get from eating something off plan or taking the day off or not uh, finishing your steps I think uh, yeah that a hundred percent like it's it's like very it's very cliche but like the the reward of it all isn't just about stepping on stage it's more about seeing how like you just turn into a totally different person yeah. like you, you are proper as proper character building I think in terms yeah. of you you go from this person who kind of wants to step on stage for the first time and you you turn into this person who is so disciplined in every aspect of their life they, they can push through some really hard days they can train when they don't want to train they can really just kind of drag themselves out of those really yeah. really hard days and then then come out the other side and and you're in that like position where you 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 feel class you look amazing the best you've ever looked yeah. and i think the confidence you can grow from that just knowing that you're able to do something like that is is absolutely fantastic and it's really okay. really rewarding that was probably one of the biggest things for me was aside from being able to compete and and obviously do well in my shows it was just the reward of being like, I know that I can do this now. Yeah. And and it's just that knowledge that, right, I'm I'm capable of, of this. And it's quite a, quite a sort of weird realisation because you do yeah. see pictures of like, you see pictures of like guys and girls, obviously when on Instagram and stuff, and you look at these like absolutely units and you're like, these guys look class. And then you get to that stage yourself and you're like, I'm, I've done it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm you're here. Like, class. What, what is happening? <laughs> 
and it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing it is, yeah. it's really good but it's definitely the mental side of it it's it's challenging but it's so so rewarding yeah and and I suppose thinking about before you actually stepped into that prep journey and thinking about what prep was going to be like did you anticipate it being as it was or were you surprised by something um, I, I did anticipate it was I knew it was everyone knows it's going to be hard like it's you're under no illusion when you very first start that it's going to be difficult I think for the for the first sort of because I think my prep in total before show one was about 22 weeks yeah I think for the first sort of 14 to 15 weeks I was like this is all right this is like plain yeah. sailing but you'll know yourself when you get to that point where you're like I am gonna have to dig now yeah that's when you kind of you start to see the challenges and you start yeah. to feel the fatigue and you start to have that sort sort of hyper food focus where you're like I, I could eat like I could properly eat but yeah. it's that that's where I think if you already have it in your head that you're going to anticipate it being difficult I think you're just waiting for it to get hard and I think if you're if you're mentally prepared for that it's not going to be anywhere near as bad yeah. you know, you're not going to go into it thinking it's plain sailing but yeah. I think it's very easy to kind of get to that point where you you're starting to feel oh, this isn't too bad, this isn't isn't that bad, and it, it is going to it is going to get hard for absolutely everyone. So I think it's just having that having that sort of expectation. You know it's going to be hard, but if you've mentally prepared beforehand, then then you should be okay. Like you, yeah. it's it's all mind over matter at the end of the day. Absolutely, um, and I think it's about for me a massive part was around who whose whose journey was I looking at and I, I don't really like comparing myself to other people but I think before you've ever stepped into a prep you do have to look at other people's experience yeah. and try to learn from it but I was also trying I also tried to be careful on whose messages I was consuming because other some people are very like yourself very positive through the experience and see it as a as character building and as building resilience in yourself and you know a, a very positive experience but there are people out there who don't portray it in that way and who yeah. forget that they've, they've chosen to prep yeah so I think that for for me it was very much like you said anticipating it was going to get tough but I think for me actually I was quite surprised that because I'd prepared for it to be so hard that when I actually got into it I was very surprised at my kind of eternal positivity about it yeah. like even the days that were tough I got to the end of that day and it was just the most rewarding feeling that you'd stuck to what you were supposed to do you'd done it anyway you pushed through it and really like although the end goal of stepping on stage is the longer term reward I found reward in every single day especially on the hard days that, yeah. that I probably could have could have just said oh do you know what it'd be easy to take a day off yeah um, yeah no, I, I, like you said the, the hard the hard days are what makes it I think because yeah. they are the days where you you have to kind of realize how committed you are because there, yeah. there'll be a lot of people that get to that stage and they just walk away and they're like this isn't worth it yeah. and I think that's what does make the difference between those who make stage and they're they're like they've gave everything and yeah. those who might have pulled out halfway through and I mean there's there would never be any shame in anyone pulling no. out and no. I mean every now and then you would think like is is this worth it like I, I had those thoughts as well and it's not like I, I would ever try and hide the fact like I had those thoughts every now and then where like I'm like I'm missing out on loads of stuff and I'm, I'm starving hungry yeah. or, and I'm just like is this worth it but then you you kind of give yourself a little wobble and you're like right now nah, head back on let's let's do it and I think that's where the reward comes from is having that ability to to always kind of see the bigger picture and, and yeah. realize how how far you're coming yeah. because every single day you just get that little bit better and it's so cliche but that little one percent better every single day and at the end of it you're 100 better yeah. it is a proper cliche but it is true like it's once you so put true. that effort in it, it it definitely it's it's the most rewarding thing so now 100 yeah. i think the mindset mindset aspect of it as long as you can prepare yourself, um, I, I think you'll you'll definitely do all right, especially going into your first season. Yeah, and I think like heartening back to something you said earlier and, and what you just kind of said again there. Obviously, there's so many factors in your life that you have to consider before you start prepping. So for you, like you know, you'd finished with your finished with the military, and you were saying right now I actually have the freedom to control my diet 100. percent I don't have 
travel or expectations or anything coming up this is my six months nine months to focus on what I'm going to be doing for my competitive ambitions um and everyone's got a different amount of stuff that's on their plate so work family commitments um and you know life travel injury yeah. all this other stuff so I think picking your time to compete is so important when you have the capacity not just mentally to be able to push through but also to be really honest with yourself and fair with yourself that to have the capacity in life yeah. to take this on um and then if something comes up in the middle of your prep either for you know m- mentally you're not feeling like it's there or something happens and your circumstances change there's never a shame in stepping away and yeah. saying this isn't not the right not time not at all I think um I think that's where people could be potentially very hard on themselves and yeah. I think that's where the negative aspect of it can potentially creep in for people they look at someone someone who potentially does pull out a prep and they'd be like oh they, they, they're not as as mentally tough or they're not as they've yeah. not got what it takes and it's it's not that at all I think yeah. everyone's got their different situations and I think as long as you've got all of those things in place to make sure that you've got no no massive distractions and you've done as sort of as best you can to prepare then you should be okay but there's there's always going to be bumps along the road and there's never any shame in somebody obviously having to pull out like and I think having a support system there for you is so important so who do you want to talk a bit about what what your support system looked like yeah I mean so so me I, I just live at home just me and my missus um, and a little dog who was a lifesaver on prep um, yeah. because you get the steps in that oh, is not a, number one tip get a dog and you <laughs> will dog. never not get your steps in yeah um but now nah, like but I've got a fit I've got a very good social circle in terms of like all of my friends understood exactly what I was doing and yeah. They they know know how sort of focused I am on it. Obviously, outside of outside of competing, I've got my personal training business and online coaching business. So they they know how committed I am to the training side of things. Obviously, yeah. my girlfriend, she is she's she's on board with it. <laughs> I think I think it's probably fair to say that she when when you go through a prep, like your partner goes through the prep with you. Oh, totally. So, I mean, it's a very, it is a selfish endeavor, but I mean. Apart from that, like I've got my coach Vaughn, he like unbelievable. Um, yeah. Definitely, like for me, I, I definitely wouldn't have been able to even get through some of those hard days without having that sort of support of yeah. the people around me, but also my coach. So I definitely think that's a, that's a massive aspect of it as well. Um, and it, for me, it, it helped massively. Like it, it just it sometimes you need that other person to kind of give you a head of wobble because if you're having those bad days somebody needs to kind of set you straight and Vaughn done that for me more than on more than one occasion so I can't really sit there and be like oh yeah I'm, I'm alpha macho man like I didn't have any problems because there were days where I was like mate please tell me this is this is how I should be feeling because yeah. at the moment I am ready to throw in the towel and uh, and and do you know what I mean you've got you've got that you've got those people in your life who who are going to have that positive impact and I think it's just important that you make sure that you do have the right people in your corner and you'll know yourself like you've 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 got a very good support network with Steve like even on show day he was he was my support network as well so I mean having the right people in your corner is is going to make a massive difference to your overall experience of going through like a prep yeah I think that what you've hit on there is like you've literally hit every every element of the people that make up your life so I think for you obviously with your business being within the fitness industry and your clients are probably very interested in what you're doing that does really massively help and I think that if you're working the fitness industry you probably will have that fortunate position where people do understand it yeah me I don't work in the fitness industry so I was really lucky that my work were really supportive Um, and I think it's just about signposting to them what you're doing and your face is getting more drawn and you're eating your Tupperware and you're not going to have the biscuits or the chocolate they're handing out you know in the office and it's just being really honest with everyone about what's happening and so they all can get on board and then with your friends and families the exact same you're just going to have to signpost and being having you know living with someone it's when you, you you literally hit the nail on the head when you prep that person preps with you um and you know you go from there's no date nights there's no eating yeah. nights there's no <laughs> there's no like even if you like go like I remember like we'd go to the cinema like for something to do for a date night or whatever 
and he'd be sitting eating popcorn and drinking a full fat coke and I'd be sitting there with my water and my diet coke like there's, there's no, no ice blast no, no pick no, and mix it's no. yeah so it's it's the way I would kind of the way I've always kind of tried to explain it to people is like to to, to friends and stuff is I always wanted to be involved so if they were doing something I'd want to come out and take part and it was my choice not yeah. to eat with them or drink with them but you almost feel like there's like a glass wall in between you and your friends and what they're doing because so much of socializing is food and drink and yeah. um even though you can be there and you can still be like literally the life of the party and I'm the first one on the dance floor even if I don't have a drink like you there is this element that you can't quite connect with them but I think you yeah. just have to be very very honest about what's going on with you and sharing their experience don't talk the whole time about it yes I hate that but if they ask questions you just be kind of ruthlessly honest about how you're getting on and tell them exactly what's happening on your journey and get them to buy in I suppose to yeah. the experience that you're having I mean I think what you touched on there with you you're choosing to go on prep that's yeah. one of the biggest factors is you're choosing to do this the other yeah. people around you aren't choosing that so they they shouldn't have to drastically change their behavior for you yeah. and I think that was a big thing so I, I was the exact same boat as you like I would still go out to the pub with my mates and stuff like that but I just wouldn't drink I would go yeah. home a bit earlier I'd, I'd yeah. drive I'd give them lifts or whatever yeah yeah but you you don't have to totally isolate yourself. I mean, there will be times that you miss because you're doing endless amounts of cardio on the stairmaster or something you're like that. You're tired, yeah. Um, but you don't have to remove yourself totally from the social situation. But I think it is very important to understand that other people are just going about their daily lives. So, like you said, you don't need to constantly hammer home. Right, I'm on prep. Yeah, yeah. You also, don't need to kind of expect them to change their behavior like if, yeah. if, you want to, if you want to eat all of the food next to me then you can do yeah. my choice that I'm sat here with my Tupperware like yeah, you yeah. don't have to alter your behavior and yeah. I think that's what's important because I think some people can get very defensive about it yeah and they can be like like oh you shouldn't be doing that near me I'm on prep but you're on prep you're like, yeah. that's good for you but yeah. like I'm, I'm just trying to live my life normally so I think definitely trying to make people aware of what you're doing but doing it in a Doing it in a way that you do, one don't annoy them with it, but two that you you understand that you're doing this; it's your own personal yeah. thing, rather yeah. than trying to expect anybody to alter the behaviour around you. So, yeah. now you've like hit on the head of that. Yeah, perfect. And also, it's touch on Vaughn and your coach. So you you worked with Vaughn the whole way through, and um, I think I think you would agree having someone there with the experience is so important in your your first season especially yeah. I don't know if you want to kind of touch on why you think that's so important yeah I mean so for me like so I followed Chris Rendell's journey who was um he, he'd done very well in the 2021 season um and actually no, Chris, massive, really, by the way. Chris, if you're listening I'm um excited for seeing what's coming this year 100 <laughs> um so I'd seen his journey and obviously yeah. seen that he'd worked with Vaughn and I'd met Chris a couple of times so yeah. it was a bit of a no-brainer like I went to Vaughn obviously told him my plans and right from the off like I I, I had no one I like was under no illusion that I was totally new to this world and I'd said yeah. that I'm like mate I am ve I'm very confident in my own coaching I'm very confident in the training that I provide to people but the competition side of things for me I am like I am a newbie. I have no yeah. idea what I'm doing, and I need I need you to guide me through that process. And yeah, he he hundred percent did. And I think it's very very important if you're new to something and you want to give it as as good a go as you can. It's worth that investment and and doing your research into the coach, making sure that obviously they're in it for the right reasons as well. And and Vaughn himself's competed. He, he's very very supportive and I think yeah. just throughout the whole process if you can find someone who can provide you that support it makes the whole process so much better for you okay. um, and and like I said it was it was those hard days and that's where it matters like your body's going through a lot of changes and you start to see things that you're like should this be happening at this stage yeah. should this like or should it like 
you know yourself you get to a point you're like I feel like I should be absolutely ripped like I don't I'm not yeah. I don't feel good enough I don't do this and you have those little self-doubts and sometimes you just need that person to kind of ground you a little yeah. bit and be like mate this is exactly where you need to be and for me that that was Vaughn and obviously what we've done in the first season worked and and that's the majority of that is just down to him like he he set the plan and I just yeah. I just done what he said so. <laughs> but yeah and and it was a but it, it makes such a difference having someone in your corner with that yeah. experience and that knowledge so yeah. it's one of my biggest things would be definitely invest in a coach if you're in a position to then definitely do it yeah I think it's like there's a few reasons why I think what you've said there on the hard days they know they've seen it 50 times <laughs> times before they know what to expect they know they they already know maybe how you're feeling or they've had clients who felt the same way and they can talk you through that I think also from a expectations point of view as a first timer you have no idea what you're going to look like when you get lean and no one can know that your coach can't look at you and know that and they can have an act they've probably got an educated guess but no one knows how your body's holding body fat compared to muscle uh, muscle yeah. mass and no one's going to know what you look like and I think it's very hard when you look at maybe you know maybe your exposure has been the Olympia right and you look at people at the Olympia and you're like oh my god they look amazing I can't <laughs> yeah. wait to prep because I'm going to look so good and then it's just a different especially on the natural side of the sport it's yeah. a different ball game so I think it's having a having a coach who can help set expectations with you and be brutally honest and I think that's yeah something coaches really need to make sure that they're um they're being really authentic and being honest with with clients and setting realistic expectations with them um because this the name of the game in this sport is longevity and it's about coming back and wanting to come back and compete again and year after year wanting to go put the work in and come back to stage and the people who do incredibly well in this sport are the ones who continue to come back and pro yeah. cards are rarely one in your first year it's a case that you know some people are, are incredible and it does or they maybe put a lot of time in before they've ever stepped on stage but for most of us it's a case that you go away you get experience you get the feedback you work on it and you have to come back um so I think that yeah being able to for coaches to be able to set realistic expectations with their clients and saying you know go and have this experience and use this first season to learn and if, yeah. if if silverware comes out the back of it, then that's great. But use this as an opportunity for you to to learn and, and to get as much experience as you can under your belt. And when we come back next time, we'll be better in a better position to be really competitively minded. That's just my personal opinion. About yeah, it. no, 100 percent. I think that that is the big for me, that's a big allure of like the first time was event, though, like, yeah you you do go for you want to be competitive like we said before but the experience is what it's all about and I think because it's it's a totally new thing to everybody who's going through it there will be some people who do it and they've decided right one season's enough for me I've I've done what I set out to do that's enough but for for those who obviously want to grow from that and and it's all about that where can I improve and and that's the beauty of the sport I think is you're not you're not one and done you 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 go in you compete you you're very happy with the end result but there's always something that you can improve on and I think that's that's for me where bodybuilding is such a such a sort of appealing sport is you're never done even when even when you're done you're never done because there's always something to come back in a a year's time two years time three years time like you want to come back and and be a totally different sort of person every single time you step on stage and I think that's the beauty of it and so that expectation is is definitely important because you're not going to walk on stage and and look like Ronnie Coleman in your first year do you know what I mean it's it's not gonna happen so I think I would have been shook if I looked like Ronnie Coleman (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's not gonna happen and I think like you said the expectation especially in the natural game yeah because people see bodybuilders as these huge guys and girls who have just got ridiculous amounts of muscle mass and when you actually look at the natural scene you still have guys and girls with ridiculous amounts of muscle mass but it's it's a totally different ball game and it's a totally different overall look that you would get and I think it's having that expectation you fully understand what you're getting yourself into you're not you're not on on the drug you've not got the the enhancements that that some of these guys and girls do so 
you can only work with realistically the food that you're eating and then your work ethic and that is essentially all you've got to work on and, and your mental drive so yeah. I think no I definitely think the expectation is you need to be realistic um and yeah. I think if you know you're you're not there just quite yet I mean there's nothing wrong with getting in for the experience for me I I didn't I didn't turn up and expect to win like I, I genuinely didn't like I knew that I would be quite competitive I thought I would yeah. be in a good position but I did not expect to win I just wanted to do it like I just wanted to step on stage and have that that was the end goal for me be competitive and, and not look out of place yes and yeah. uh, so anybody who is obviously listening to this like it's you don't need to turn up and be the best person on stage in your very first year you don't need to be that you need to have the goal of competing because you've got the right reasons for doing it but the the expectation for you shouldn't shouldn't just be I need to win or I'm giving up on this sport because like you said it's always about that constant self-improvement yeah yeah and I suppose that brings us really nicely on to the day and talking about the day so you did do incredibly well you won um but how do you want to talk about the day in general and and how how you felt it went and highlights um I think the first point to touch on was yeah. it was like 36 degrees yeah oh my Campbell. god it was like the yeah. hottest summer ever recorded or something like that yeah um, and we're from scotland so even when it's warm up here it's not that warm it was down in london it was roasting <laughs> so yeah like i got down like just to be fair where it was held was absolutely fantastic camberley yeah. was actually a really nice place like yeah. nice little sort of town center um there was a lot of very tanned people walking about all day. So, you, I mean, you could see, obviously, all, all the people that were going to be competing and stuff. Um, but th- the day was good. I mean, it, it was, obviously, you get up really early anyway because the nerves are there and the excitement's there. Yeah. Um, and you're probably a lot more ready for it than you need to be at certain stages, like you're just raring to go all day. Um, oh. And for, for us, men's physique it's one of the the bigger classes and um, was on a little bit later on the day so there was a little bit of waiting around in the morning which probably didn't help settle the nerves because <laughs> obviously like I was nervous I was really yeah. really nervous um but I mean it was like like we said like backstage was was so good and um, we had like a really good sort of area for training like pumping up and stuff like that yeah. and like just just made a couple of really good sort of friends throughout the day and and you just all kind of just chill out a little bit you like you just find that time to kind of like once the initial shock of like right I'm actually doing this is over we you spend a lot of time talking to people getting to know people and the way that obviously the show split is really good I think they they do it in like a a morning and evening show format so you go out you do like your your pre-judging and then you go out and do your individual routines for for the men's physique anyway um and I think it was good I think getting out and getting that taste of it at the pre-judging so you're all out together was was a really good way of doing it because you're not obviously just stepping out onto the stage for the first time by yourself your yeah <laughs> I, think, I think my ass would have fell out if I'd done that yeah, so, uh, yeah it, it was really really good and I mean don't get me wrong like I was sweating I was like up there and they say like when you look back you're only on stage for like five six minutes probably yeah and you feel like it's a lifetime sometimes like you're up there you're tense as hard as you can like you're trying to hold your poses there's sweat everywhere there's tan in your eyes um but I mean it's it goes so quickly like it goes so so quickly and you kind of think like you get off stage and you're like what has just happened like the whole thing is a blur um but it's such a good experience, like such a yeah. good experience. The the venue was class, so obviously you're on that stage, you've got everyone looking. It's a full house as well. Full house, like because well, yeah. I remember it was. <laughs> I actually remember it was a full house because I'd forgotten to got uh, get my girlfriend a ticket. So oh, she, like literally the day before the show, we were running about trying to get a ticket for her for yeah. some because she was down in London with me as well, which she was raging about but um yeah like it was the whole day just from from start to finish for me was just the only thing I wish I'd done was just like 
take it in a little bit more but you'll know yourself like that that day it just goes so quick uh-huh. and you, it's hard it's hard to live in the moment a little bit when there's all this stuff going on yeah, but, yeah. it's but yeah the experience was was absolutely fantastic like I, I genuinely for for a first show like regardless if I'd won or not like the whole experience and just how at ease I felt throughout the whole day was an absolute credit to to Steph and Andy because yeah. like it was it was so so much much like it was a lot nicer than I thought it would be like yeah. I genuinely like you do have that expectation of because you're because it's a competition, competition because yeah. you're against other people there would be that kind of like that playground kind of just staring yeah. at each other and, but it's not at all you just chat to people and you get to meet yeah. all these like, interesting characters from all over the UK yeah. and some some like foreign guys as well who were across yeah. and you're just like this is class like everyone's yeah. here for the same reason and nah it was just I couldn't fault the experience like it was absolutely fantastic I'm so glad you felt like that that's like literally how I how I felt on that day as well um I think that yeah you you never know what you're walking into and um you're never sure even though you you hope that it's going to be this great warm atmosphere because it is a first timers show you you know that everyone's there it's a competition and you are a bit like oh god like what are you what am I going to work walk into here like is somebody going to be you know eagle filler or anything like that and it was <coughs> the most I don't know it was just the best day and yeah. I think it's hard to it's hard to separate it when you do well because you know I would say I would say the same thing as you like irrespective of placing or anything like that that day itself was immense and I think yeah. every single person I've spoke to that day regardless of, of how things landed for them in places had the most amazing time and they you know it was the most positive kind of first experience for a lot of people or close to the first experience for the rest of us who were in the, the novice classes um, and it just felt like everyone was there cheering for each other supporting each other backstage I know backstage in the girls area it was like does someone have straighteners does someone have like hair spray or whatever like everyone was just there to help each other and wanted the best for each other rather than um you know it being that really kind of confrontational competitive energy it was yeah. also competitive but in such a positive way um yeah it was such such a good day yeah like you said I think I think the way that they designed the competition to be made everyone feel that way um they're obviously big promoters of of building a community yeah. And I think that's exactly what they tried to get across. Like even backstage, it was you had people telling, like you had the staff backstage telling, right, this class is coming up next. So yeah. this is when you should potentially start pumping up and stuff like that. And I think all these things that like because I never thought about that no. before I actually got backstage. I didn't think like, right, when, when am I actually going to start pumping up? When yeah. how do I know which class is when? Because there's always a timetable, but timings can sometimes move around a little oh. bit. So like I've got I've got my my coach on the phone at one point being like right when are you up when do you know when you're up when are you pumping up and I'm like I'm like oh I don't know, I don't but, know. but everything just went so smoothly yeah. and I think I think it just took a lot of the nerves away knowing that every like everything was was very controlled and everything was yeah. like right there there was no pressure to be like right you're on stage in five minutes yeah. it was, everything was really controlled you yeah. know exactly what's going on. And it does relax you a little bit, and I think you you can enjoy the day a lot more when it's like that because you're not as you're not as nervous. Like the, there's still always going to be the nerves, but yeah. it's it's a lot more. It was a lot more relaxing than I thought it would be, and it was a lot more of a nice, friendly, positive yeah. experience. Than yeah. And that and that that was it for me. It was just a, a very very good day. So it, yeah, I just can't complain. I thought it was class. Loved it. <laughs> That's good. I think it's down to. And I said this so many times to so many different people. You say credit to Steph and Andy for creating the community environment around the around the federation and around that day in particular about bringing through first timers and and junior talent within the sport to to bring it forward and to try and promote that we want new blood in the sport. We want people to come forward and take part. And that's the way that the sport continues to grow is that we have people who come and try the sport. And if they have a great first show they experience, they're more likely to come back and have another experience later on. And um, I think everyone who takes part in the WMBF backstage, the supporting crew, everyone just wants to be there. And it just comes through like, 
nobody's bored nobody's like having a bad day nobody's um you know wishing that they were doing something different everyone has chosen to volunteer their time to be there because they love the sport yeah. and they want to be there to help help everyone backstage and you could just feel that that would just to me that was probably the deciding factor and what made that such a such a class show day was yeah. just the environment backstage and um, because of the guys that were working there and running running us all around and keeping us right and very aware that everyone was new to this so yeah that extra level of detail and attention that's it like it's just that that it costs nothing to be nice anyway but yeah. like everyone's just like super friendly like wishing you just wishing every single person good luck as they go out and stuff like that and it just gives you that like right how you feel like backstage just you're about to walk on like how yeah. you feeling he's excited lads yeah and it's just that little thing it just puts you at ease a little bit more because yeah. at other shows because <laughs> I, I, I competed at a couple of other different shows I'm like stood backstage and I'm like, I feel like I'm about to go and fight someone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like sat there so tense. Yeah. Honestly, it shouldn't be like that at all. It no. should just be so chilled. And it's 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 a culmination of everyone's hard work. But at the end of the day, it's 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 not life or death. It's no. you're doing something because you love it and you should yeah. be able to kind of express that you love it and, and enjoy yeah. it. And it should be a positive yeah. experience whether you you come come absolutely top of your class or you come bottom of your class should yeah. be a positive experience it shouldn't be that kind of like you said confrontational kind of like yeah. right I'm here to win I'm here to yeah. fucking be everyone and that's yeah. what I just um that's what I liked about it because I, I generally that that was always the worry of there was always with something like that there's always potential to kind of just have that negative experience with it but nah it from from literally every single person working there was yeah. just making everyone feel at ease. So no, nah, a very, very good day. Yeah. It can be intimidating as a first timer, but the, the atmosphere there wasn't at all. It was so nah. And then, then you've got like some of these guys, like so there's some people that I follow on Instagram and that so you've got like Steve Hall, like Revive yeah. Stronger and stuff. And I'm like, I was like, I've, I've followed him for years, never yeah. seen him before. And I was like, this is class. So even yeah. stuff like that for me, I was just like, it just put me so much more at ease um yeah just very altogether positive experience brilliant um I'm so glad it was like like a really a celebration of like like I think that's how it should feel like a celebration of bodybuilding natural bodybuilding in particular we're such a small little niche community we should all be there for each other we should be supporting each other um and of course we're all competitive and we want to do well and we're there because we're driven competitively but you know, it's you against you at the end of the day. We're not there to be judged against a criteria. Um, and there's some people that are going to fit that criteria on the day better than others. Yeah, but yeah. if you go in there with that, with that attitude that, you know, you're here for the right reasons, you're here because you love the sport and you want to see other people doing well. And you're you, if you love the sport, you love seeing other people who do well at the yeah. sport, I think, as well. So, um, yeah, I'm so glad you had such a positive experience. Um, I guess a conscious of time. Yep. I what well, I think probably the last question I want to ask you is just around how you actually set yourself up for that. What was your kind of idea to set your mindset up for that first season? So I'm I gonna ask that question again, Ian, because that was really badly asked. Um, so um how as a first timer did you set yourself up and align your expectations for your first season? I think as a first timer, you're going in and you you are going in blind. So you're yeah. going into something that you've not done before. I think one of the most important things is not to put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like you like we've said all through, you want to be competitive and you want to get the best possible position you can be in. But I'll I'll say it all the time on stuff like my Instagram and stuff like that is at the end of the day, you are only against yourself in the long run. Yeah. So it's, it is just, and it's so cliche and people say it all the time, but it is you v you. And as long as you're focusing on just making yourself better than you have been previously, that I think in essence of it, that's that's the best thing that you can do. Like I, I didn't put any massive expectation on myself. Yeah. I wanted to not look out of place. I wanted to be competitive, but I wasn't focusing on like, right, I want to win. Then I want to win the overall and I want to make sure that I'm the best. Like I, I literally just was, I'd done that photo shoot in 2021. I was like, right, I just want to be in better shape than I was in that photo yeah. shoot. And if I can achieve that, then I've achieved my goal. So I think for, for anybody who is thinking of competing is 
I think they should just set set the goal of stepping on stage and set the goal of pushing themselves as hard as they can to be the best version that they can be when they get to stage. Yeah. I think if if you can do that, then you've already you've achieved something. You've achieved your goal. Yeah. If you if you pick up some silverware, you pick up a place in, fantastic. Like that that is honestly like the best sort of cherry on top. But yeah. getting to that point of setting a goal of stepping on stage, getting into for 99% of people, the best shape you've ever been in your entire life. And then getting to showcase that in front of a full, full audience where you're strutting your stuff and you're loving life and you're like, do you know what? I am, I look mint. <laughs> like there is nothing better. Like it's yeah. so, so enjoyable. You, yeah. you, and I think it's, it's something that if you can do that and you can, you can achieve that goal, you can be incredibly proud of yourself. Yeah. Like regardless of, like I said, placings, regardless of the competition element, you've, you've improved. And that's, that's where I would say set that goal, do everything you can to obviously to achieve it, but don't put too much expectation on the things that aren't as important. Like for me, the placings weren't important. Yeah. They genuinely weren't like, going into potential seasons down the line, for me, they will be important. I'll be like, right, I am wanting to kind of step up a little bit. But that first season, you, you've got to enjoy it because otherwise it's you're going to put so much pressure on yourself and it's definitely not needed. Oh, com- completely. I, honestly, I think we've pretty much had the exact same mindset coming into season one. Um, you know, the stage is always going to be there. And I yeah. think when you're... The, the, the biggest thing for me is I know myself like I am a very competitive person like put me in a bowling alley or like on like a game of <laughs> air hockey or something like I'll be raging if I lose so what I didn't want to do was to be setting myself up in this first season doing something I've never done before in a very subjective sport um that I was going to be disappointed in bringing my absolute best how could it how could that ever set my expectation up to be that I could be disappointed in bringing, being the best version of myself that, you know, looking the best I've ever looked and achieving something I've never done before and stepping out of my comfort zone and stepping on stage in a sparkly bikini, like in front of all these people. And like, how could you be disappointed in achieving something incredible? So for me, that was only ever the expectation this first season was to get onto stage, get there safely. And in a way that, you know, I was proud of the way that I had managed my prep and, um, you know, trying to trying to preserve my health as much as possible and then see how it all fell out take my feedback go away work my ass off and come back in a few years time and say do you know what actually I, I do want to be competitive this year because I've had the experience I've got some um, experience under my belt and I know what to work on I've worked on my feedback and now it's time to get the competitive head on but for the first season it was always just about I want to be proud of myself and I'm never and I can't set my expectation to be anything other than just turning up in my best and if I turn up in my best then I can't be disappointed yeah that is it that is it 100% like you you it's very hard not to not to put pressure on yourself and I think a little bit of pressure is good to put on yourself but like you said you need that you need that kind of realistic like almost as as if you're on the outside looking in and you need to kind of be like right your first season go out, enjoy it, relish it, absolutely enjoy every single second of it because yeah. it will tell you everything you need to know about your kind of future in the sport. If you if you do that, you you achieve what you wanted to achieve and you're like, right, I'm hungry for more, then you know that you're going you're gonna to just keep getting better and better and better. Yeah. But if you do that and you're like, I've achieved my goal now, I'm going to move on to something else, then you've still got something to walk away and be proud of. So I think okay. it's so important to kind of, just have that kind of realistic expectation of yeah. no pressure on on things like placings and stuff like that, but just have the pressure on the fact that you you want to do as best you can, and and yeah. and that's that's all you can do, and and be proud of that fact regardless of result. Totally, completely. Um, I think that that really sets people up for us for for tenure in the sport to be able to come back and and come back again and again and get better. Um, or as you say have an amazing experience and say I've done it pick that off my bucket list and now I can go on and focus on on something different um brilliant definitely um okay I think I'd love for you 
to give a give our first time and first time our listeners three bits of advice what would be your kind of three top tips or three bits of advice you'd give them for this season coming up Mm, so number one get a coach get a coach or have someone with that experience in your corner because you will need that person more than you realize yeah number two would be probably just don't lose sight of the goal like like you we've said before like times get very tough at some points in prep but remember the bigger picture like you will get through the hard times and you know you're going to get through those hard times. So remember why you started it in the first place. And uh, number three, probably just just enjoy the journey. Like you genuinely, like we we prepped through summer. So like there were points in summer where I could cut about and look mint, like T-shirt off on the (laughs) beach, cutting about, like enjoy it. Like you should be proud of the things you're doing. So don't forget to enjoy it because there's nothing worse than getting to the end of that and being like, I've I've missed out on so much, but yeah. like you can still do loads of stuff and enjoy it. So yeah, just enjoy the process because it is one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's great advice. Um amazing. Thank you for being so honest and so open, Ian. Um, I'm sure that the listeners have got a ton out of that. Um, so let's end today's chat by looking forward and what's kind of next for you so what have you been up to since you stepped off stage last year and what's the plans for competing in the future so uh, since I stepped off stage I have been growing um <laughs> like like we said so we've been talking about longevity in the sport yeah. I've dipped my toe in the water I've absolutely loved it and my plan now is to compete in 2024 so I've given myself yeah. a long period of time to improve go away enjoy training enjoy growing yeah. get better and then come back and that's the plan for me is come back in 2024 and and same just just apply myself for the the, the same sort of mindset of like I, I want to be competitive I want to do well but ultimately I just want to enjoy the process and and yeah. I really really do so that's uh that's the plans for me but I'm, I'm getting to enjoy some food now which is yeah. uh, which is as you can tell I've got the cheeks going on so I feel like I'm I'm definitely more cheek more got more and more cheeks than as this podcast goes on I'll <laughs> fluffier and fluffier throughout this year um but that's good what we what we need to grow are you focusing on anything particular or um it's, I think now that I know like for me men's physique was always the category that I was going for but yeah. I didn't have any sort of focus towards that category before I decided I was going to do it yeah. so now all of my training is designed with that in mind. So I'm, I'm training very focused on the men's physique yeah. criteria, very focused on improving those areas that needed improvement. And that that was one of the beauties with WMBF is you actually got judges feedback, which I, I found really valuable because I know then what I need to improve on. And, and you can tell anyway what you need to improve on. But for me, um, I know there was certain aspects of my physique that I really needed to improve on and, and, I'm just going to go and do that. That's that's the plan for me. What what, are, what is your focus? Are you telling us? Um, I think I think from the rear, like that that was always my back. Like I've I've always had like decent arms. My chest is okay. Shoulders are alright. But and I've not really had any issues with my midsection. But my back was severely lagging behind uh, for other other body parts. And I think it was like that was the one one shot that I wasn't like I didn't look at my back and I wasn't like a hundred percent happy. I was yeah. like. I wish it looked better. Everywhere else, I was like buzzing. Yeah. That that guy looks good, but uh, nah, my back. I was just like, yeah. I want one of them like teenage mutant ninja turtle backs, yeah. like that. So that's uh, that's my focus over the next next eighteen months or so. That's awesome, and it, it goes back to what we said. Like you don't know what you look like until you get stage. Exactly, and you're like right. That's the area that I want to go and focus on, 100%. and that feedback that you had, and what you could see from pictures yourself. So amazing sounds like it's going to be time well invested I'm excited yeah. to see what 2024 brings um, definitely 100% yeah yeah so I think that's been a brilliant episode Ian is there anything else you want to kind of cover off before we finish no that was good eh? enjoyed that yeah time, time flies I, know, eh? I feel like we've been chatting for ages before we go I do have one last thing I want to do and I didn't tell you about this yes so like last week I can't let you go without hitting you with a quick fire question round right so I'm gonna ask you 10 quick 
fire rapid questions and I need you to answer instinctively. First thing that comes into your head. Are you ready? I am. I'm ready. Okay. Cream of rice or protein oats? Protein oats all day long. Yeah. Postal meal of choice? So cliche, but five guys. Five guys. Oh, you're so, you're so basic. I know. <laughs> um, pump or stim pre-workout? Pump. High rep range or low rep range? It depends, but high rep range because I like training arms. Yeah. <laughs> Biceps for days. That's it. Um, Stairmaster or steps? Stairmaster. Three weights or machines? Probably machines. Are shows one from the front or one from the back? Well, I need work on the back, so from the front for me. You want it from the front? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Off-season or prep? Prep, because I like being shredded. Best part of show day? Just the people, the banter, the people backstage. Yeah. Love it. Favourite thing about being a natural bodybuilder? Um... Knowing that I'll still be able to run about well into my 60s and, yeah. and not have any issues. Health. Awesome. Love it. it. Health is wealth. <clears throat> All right, guys. That's it. What a brilliant second episode. Um, thank you, Ian, again for your time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We're going to be back in two weeks' time with another incredible guest, Natasha Williams, our 2022 first-timers and novice women's overall champion. And we're going to be talking all things hybrid athlete because Natasha is a, a crossfitter and an incredibly successful bodybuilder and also recovering from injury through bodybuilding. So until then, this has been the WMBF UK podcast. Thanks for listening. Okay, how do you stop recording?